Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome, welcome to the Forbes Factor, my favorite time of the week, and you are here to join me. You know, it has been, if you're listening live to this, obviously, we record this, we're on iTunes and Sketcher and Pandora, and we're all over the world, but I love the live component. I've got my friends live on Facebook, and say hi to you guys around the world. I have two beautiful women joining us today, and it is March 2023 live, which means we're celebrating women, although I think we celebrate women 365 days, but that's just me. I also want to share, if you're listening to this live, coming up this weekend, an event that has taken my entire heart and soul. I am doing the Women's Summit, uh, and I'm with Sharon Lecter, the one and only woman who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and we're celebrating women. Do you know what's been interesting about this journey for me is I might have forgotten that women have a different journey than men. And it's been interesting as I've been pushing people's buttons and getting out there and talking to women of all ages, size, colors, shapes, and men, the disparity about equality, about what we think is correct and how we are, um, well, I don't want to get too political because I've got great guests I want to get to, but I will just say this to all my men out there, a woman gave birth to you. Yeah. They are your wives, your sisters, your friends, the wives of your friends, the girlfriends. Do me a small favor. Be nice to us. We are a little sensitive creature. I think that you treat puppies and pussycats nicer than you treat women. Please don't abuse us. We are resilient and amazing. But I think the thing that most people don't understand about strong women, and I'm so grateful for my my husband now, is that when I walk in the door, I'm not Forbes Riley. No, I was born with a different name. I was born Francine Forbes. And he asked me, he said, when you come through that door, could you leave that badass at the door? And I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. Because behind every strong woman is a little girl who grew up with Disney, who maybe she didn't, certainly in this country, and wants someone to, to cuddle her and love her and appreciate her and to do all those things. And I'm going to share with you that for all my women out there, find your balance, your masculine and your feminine side. For all my men out there, find your balance, your masculine and your feminine side. When we're both masculine, boom, we hit it like this. And the most important lesson that I have learned is to balance when to be the strong woman and when to be the feminine side of strong. Oh, I'm always strong. Make no mistake about that. But it doesn't always need to be jammed down someone's throat. I'm excited for today's conversation. We've got two very special women uh, completely different and very, very unique. You're going to love this conversation. Now, Ms. Natasha, can you turn your camera on for us? Because I cannot see you if you don't. Are you there, my girl? I am. I'm just about to turn on. Give me two minutes. I love this. She is at an event and she has graciously decided to join us from that. I'm going to bring both of my women on and, and do a little ping pong here because I also want you to meet Ms. Sabine Becker. Sabine, and I'll start with her, is a woman that I met through my trainings. And you look at her, you look at her face on screen, you're like, wow, what what could her problems possibly be? And then she goes to brush her hair and she does it with her feet. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? So I'm going to introduce you to a woman who redefined what it means to be hands-on and to have self-esteem and power despite the obstacles. And then Miss Natasha Graziano, I met on Clubhouse. And when you hear her voice, you instantly breathe different. She has a way about her to manifest miracles. And I've watched her over the last two years, extraordinarily beautiful inside and out. She and her beautiful man have been supportive of me. And I'm just delighted to highlight these two remarkable women today. So Miss Sabine, I'm going to do a gallery view here and say, hello, how are you today? Hello, Forbes. Good seeing you. You're as beautiful as always. I'm doing great and doing exceptionally great. Just talking to you and see you, your smiling face makes me feel really good. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. And here we have oh. also Natasha. 
Hello. Now, Natasha, you are muted. There we go. I'm off mute. I am literally in between this event. I am at this wonderful secret knock event. Been on stage, opened the whole event, opening keynote, have come back. I've got my book signing in about an hour. I'm literally like in the hotel room in between coming to see this gorgeous queen Forbes. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, you have been an inspiration. You know, Clubhouse was one of those events. It was a brand new platform a couple of years ago. I was lucky enough to be part of it. And I now have 60,000 followers, but I met the most remarkable people because during COVID, it was a rather lonely experience. You also discovered that at the time, didn't you, Natasha? I did. I, I found that when we were isolated from the world, when we were away from everything and we just thought, where do we look? Well, actually, you just look on Clubhouse. It was a great place. It was a space where we had conference rooms. We had places where we could meet other people. I connected with some amazing people like yourself. And to be honest, I grew my name on there. I have to say, I got out of it the most amazing career. And I met my husband on there. We got married on one house of 27,000 people. I was at your wedding. I know. And that, I know. I, I know. <laughs> so very quickly, I want to say, I want you to meet Miss Sabine. I want you to just hear the beginning of her story. And then Sabine, I'm going to tuck you away for a minute. And then I'm going to give you the second half of the show. So That's Natasha can get back to her world. But Natasha, meet Sabine. She has a very unique story. She's known as the queen of perseverance. Sabine, take it away. Hello, Natasha. Hello, everybody. Yes, I'm the queen of perseverance. I'm the spirit of perseverance. That's what, what I'm known as, because as some of you or most of you can see, I was born with very small arms due to the drug thalidomide. And uh, thalidomide, for those who don't know really quick, it was given, especially in Germany where I was born, to pregnant women to help them with morning sickness. And it was not known at the time that it would... Uh, you know, cause uh, deformations, uh, malformations, and much, much worse. Some of those babies didn't even survive. Only 40% uh, are survivors. And therefore, I am right from the start a survivor of something which is pretty tough. And then Forbes knows my story, but Natasha, you haven't heard it before. I had, as you can imagine, quite a bit of struggle, uh, but I learned, I always knew about perseverance. I learned how to use my feet for all daily tasks. And as Forbes said earlier, yes, I do brush my beautiful blonde and long hair with my feet. I wash it with my feet. I get dressed with my feet. I type on the computer and I drive my non-modified car with my feet for over 40 years. <laughs> so there. Really um, quick intro. And you know what, Natasha just got chills watching your face. <laughs> Correct? Can you imagine? I, am, I, am, I have goosebumps. I'm blown away the fact that you are so incredible and, and so resourceful and you are an inspiration to me. Thank I, you I, so much, Natasha. Thank you. And that was my fantasy about the two of you meeting. You're both very special in my life. And I know oh. when I hear Sabine, I get so excited. And when you watch video of her driving cars and brushing her hair, and you know, it's funny, McKenna, my daughter and I were, were doing this yesterday. I have to say, we both thought we tried to put our feet up to our hair. My girl, they don't reach. So have you been doing, you've obviously been doing that since you were very little. And we're going to uncover that story in the next half hour of our show. So I love you very, very much. I'm going to tuck you into my audience just right there. And Ms. Natasha, I, yeah, I know, right? I don't know how to do this. How do I move you to the, well, for the moment, I'm sure there's a way to move you, but I'll just do speaker view. Natasha, wow, what a crazy journey, right? Crazy, crazy journey. I've had the most wild two years of my life. I would say, yeah, it was just a, a whirlwind and I'm very grateful and, and humbled by it, actually. You know, that's an interesting way to look at it. Will you tell everybody a little bit about your past? Introduce yourself. Of course. So for those of you that don't know me, I came from a crazy background. Three years ago, I was in a very different place. Only three years ago, I was in hundreds of thousands of debt. And actually, the worst point was when I had the illness. The, wor the worst point was when I had this overactive thyroid, they call it hypothyroidism, it's an autoimmune disease. And it suddenly came out of nowhere after my son and fled back up. And it was a really tough thing to handle for me. I was going through pain and I some days didn't couldn't leave the bed. Um, and I, I looked at my son one day and I remember sitting looking at him 
And I looked at him and I and I was sitting in this room packing up my things, not knowing really what, what we were doing, where we were going the next day. It was a very low point in my life. And I looked at him and I thought, how have I got here? How have I allowed this illness to take over my mind where I can barely function and look after you on a level without help? How have I gotten myself to such a dark place? How have I gotten to this place where I am not a role model to you? And from that space, I realized I have to change my life. And drastically from that moment, I did. I decided that I would lean in to what I was going through and that I would want to be a role model for my son and go on to be a role model for somebody else in the world. And I stuck to it. And I said, I'm not going to stop until I've helped as many people as I can, which turned into a mission of my now mission, wanting to reach 1 billion people in my lifetime. And I'm well on my way to doing that. And I I am so grateful and honored that I am able to share this story because the way that I healed, the way that I overcame trauma and adversity and fueled it as my purpose and my passion and didn't listen to the inner critic or the outside voices, people try and bring you down. And I just decided, no, I am going to be a role model for you, my son, and for someone in the world. Where did you grow up? In Oxfordshire in the countryside. In that's just, and then your parents, were your mom and dad supportive? Actually, it's so funny. My mom's just flown out to watch me do this particular talk. Um, she's here from Oxfordshire. My father is a doctor um, and obviously wanted me to do traditional things. And I didn't do that at all. Um, he's always actually been very supportive, but we weren't in touch for 10 years. Another thing I was dealing with trauma um, and carrying that through. My mother's always been supportive, but when I was in a bad place pre that three years, so going back into my early twenties, when I was addicted to drugs, when I was a webcam girl, when I was like alienating myself from the world, my family was very estranged from me. They, you know, the association, I think they felt very embarrassed. My mom's always stood by me to be fair, but it was embarrassing for me that I alienated myself from them. Mm. See, and I've only known you since then. And whenever I would hear you speak, you do have this beautiful timber to your voice. And you discovered this word that you preach about manifestation. Yeah. So for me, I I'm so committed to that word that I call it Forbesing it. Oh, God, that's so good. That, that is, is so good. But that is to manifest something, especially when no one else thinks you can. And I ask people, what have you Forbesed lately? Because it's bigger than just manifesting. It is and that's why Sabine is here too. It is seeing the vision, having people tell you no, and you go anyway, and you go strong and you go hard and you get what you want, knowing there's a greater good. By the way, just to be very clear, Secret Knock for me represents one of my very earliest speaking engagements and kind of the launch of me out to the world about 15 years ago. So say hello to Greg Reed and Charles Vest and company for me. They honored me and that I will send you a video about how Ron Klein was in the room the night that I really spoke for the very first time on a stage and Greg had interviewed me and I got a standing ovation and Ron Klein, who created the credit card strip on the back of your card, I was new and I was nervous, at least in my own head. And he said, we witnessed the birth of something tonight, a woman who'd never shared this kind of a story and you're bound to change the entire world. And when you get anointed with that, I've carried that torch through thick and thin for almost two decades now. Gosh, that's remarkable. I love that story. I'll definitely send you love and uh, how touching. I love that. And, you know, you are such a great light in this world. You know, it leads me on to a beautiful effect called my candle effect. And I really believe you are one of the people who is a guiding light for this. So the candle effect, every day we get a choice of whether we're going to light somebody's candle, or whether we're going to blow it out. And oh. if we choose to light somebody's candle, it's right through a, a small gesture, a smile, an act of kindness. They then go home and light their spouse's candle. And then their spouse goes home and lights their child's candle. And then the child goes to school and lights the teacher's candle and so on and so on and so on. The other way, we can delight somebody's candle. We can blow it out. So today I can be mean to a waitress. She'll go home and blow her spouse's candle out because oh. her blown out by me. And guess what? Every one of those candles that are blown out is literally because of me. Or the other way, when I light that candle, when I'm here today, lighting somebody's candle, putting a smile on somebody's face in the audience, even if it's just one person, if that one person goes to their spouse, husband, partner, community, workplace, and lights somebody else's candle today, all of that light, all of those candles. Can you imagine how beautiful that is? I've lit those candles and all that light, I believe, is coming back to us. 
Oh, Princess, I got to tell you, I love this analogy. I just got chills in my entire body. Uh, there is a candlelighting ceremony for young Jewish boys. I used to host weddings and bar mitzvahs in the old days. And I love have- it. Oh, my God. I never, you know, I never did my bar mitzvah because we grew up Jewish, but we're spiritual. So I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm a kab- oh, kabbalist. I, okay. I didn't do it. I didn't do it either. So that was not part of what I did. But I used to host these. And when I got married, I said to my husband, we had some things we wanted to do at this wedding, my first husband. And I said, let's do a candlelighting ceremony. And the photographer, also Jewish, said, oh, no, no, no. That's for little boys only. I said, oh, no, no. I do what I want. I'm old enough. Don't tell me what to do. And I'm going to share this with you. We we healed a lot of people, but there was a moment where we did something very inclusive at our wedding. Mm-hmm. He was adopted. Most people did not believe he was adopted. He found his birth parents and we had a candle and he got up there and he said in front of 250 people, I would like to light this candle ooh, chills, for two people who I only met for a brief moment, but they had the biggest impact in my entire life. I would like you all to meet my birth parents. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. His birth mother died two days ago. My children's natural, they never met their grandmother because she was the product. She gave up him when she was 16 years old. We know his father as well. They never married. She was the the product of an abusive, alcoholic, horrible mother and father. Two of her siblings committed suicide and she never wanted to meet my my children. And I will tell you that the candle thing just literally reverberated through my entire soul. My girl, thank you for that. Oh, thank you for sharing that beautiful story. It's so true and so authentic and anyone can do it anytime, any place. Just today, go and light one person's candle. And it's it's so cool. I walk along the street and I smile at a stranger and then a stranger smiles back and you feel so uplifted from it. You're like, oh my goodness, I know how much that meant to them. And this is really an interesting story. One day I was walking along the beach. Every single morning I walk along the beach, right? Um, and most wherever I'm traveling, but near where I am anyway in LA and I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. And I see the same people on the same walk every day because we're at the same time. Three of them do not smile. And I did it. I did a test. I did a test. So I smiled at them every day, smiled at them every day. And within three days, one of them had smiled back. And by seven days, both of them were saying hello. So all three I had conquered with a smile. And then that will go and change the trajectory of their day, which changes the trajectory of their life. There you go. We are candlelighters. <laughs> yes. I, that is so precious. All right. You're on a mission to just for a quick talk about Clubhouse and your husband. How did you meet? What was that? So I was in a room on Clubhouse and I heard his voice. I was just pondering around. And three weeks prior to that, I want to let you know that I had decided I want to meet the love of my life. And I use my method scripting. Scripting is the thing that I'm coaching all the time. It's the main thing, the main point of manifesting anything I believe in, attracting anything you desire in your life. And so I took my method of scripting and I wrote it down. I wrote down in this journal, which was on the Tamron Hall show a few months ago. They brought me on. They I opened my journal. It was read out live there on the show. It was wonderful. And it says in the journal, I wrote it in the third person process. Natasha met the love of her life and he lived in a place with palm trees. He was divining. You love love. You're like me. I mean, you I love it. I love we it. have to do dinner, the four of us, by the way. I've been meaning to oh, say oh, we're going to LA. I'm going to be in LA. I'm a speaker oh, in two weeks. Come, oh my God. Cool. Come and come over for dinner. Okay. Well, definitely that will happen to make that happen after. So, okay. You guys are literally getting a live chat of me and my girl. Like you, <laughs> you guys are just like live with us. Okay. So then what happened was I, I wrote down this whole story about us where we might live and uh, where we travel together, the things we do together, everything detailed description of who he was. And I continued this every day. Three weeks later, I'm on Clubhouse and I hear his voice and something just said, that's him. And I said aloud, that's him. And I knew in that moment, oh my goodness, that's the love of my life. That's my person. That's my guy. And I decided in that moment to follow him on Instagram. He then followed me back and he wrote great timing or perfect timing. And I went, well, I was like, this is unbelievable. Anyway, from there on, we FaceTimed for two months. He then flew to the UK, landed, asked to marry me, we were together for five days, asked to marry me after we've been, you know, after literally, yeah, I mean, we were engaged, we met straight away, and then we got married right away. So we were married after three months of knowing each other. We'd only spent about 10 days ago. It's an unbelievable story. 
I know the both of them. I watched this happen live. I went to the wedding on, on Clubhouse on Facebook. We saw it all because we're in lockdown. It was one of the most beautiful, uplifting moments ever. I love that I'm part of this story. But wow and wow. You know, Sabine, I do want to bring you down real quick. And I want to ask, do you have a question for Miss Natasha? Because this is, you know, this whole thing about manifesting perseverance, what she went through, what you went through to live this beautiful life. What would you like to ask her? Yes, Natasha, I was really drawn to your story because in a way we're very similar. And I love that manifesting you're talking about because that's what it really is. I don't know if I have particularly a question for you, but I can relate so much because if we are told, no, you cannot do it, it cannot be done, you really need to manifest in your life. I visualize a lot. I use a lot of visualization. And in, in part, this is part of that I have gotten where I am today. So I, I thought your story was so inspiring. You have a most beautiful smile. And I'm so, so delighted to have met you. Yeah, I just will tell you guys, we have four minutes to our very first break. If you're watching this, you're watching three very beautiful souls that shine from the inside out. Women who support each other, love each other, and have grown because none of us had it easy. And I will tell you that it doesn't matter. You know, I play a little game called, can you top this? Now, Sabine, some days you might think that you win, right? Or my girl, Courtney, who when she lost 200 pounds was in her kitchen and a plumber made a pass at her. She said, no, turned around. He shot her in the back twice, raped her and left her for dead. She is, she is alive and thriving. But when you play this, can you top this game? She would often win. And I said, you know what? It's not about yours versus mine. No. It's about understanding that even if you have a broken leg and I have a hangnail, my hangnail really bothers me. Yes. It is not comparing, but understanding that whatever the obstacle is. So while you're both on camera, what is someone's listening to this? They're faced with an obstacle. They don't think they can continue past. I've lost many friends this year at their own hand. Sabine, what do you tell that person who's up against it? How do they continue? How do you continue? I think... You know, when I was born with little arms, I didn't know any better. But uh, 10 years ago, I had a massive stroke while I was driving my car. I thought I can cannot continue. But the, re the way I continued, I was asking myself the question, why? Why did I survive something which is unsurvivable? And I found my why. I found that I want to make a difference in your life, Forbes, in Natasha's life, in thousands of people's of life. Find your why. Why are you here? What do you want to leave as a legacy for your children or grandchildren or others? That's my quick answer. Miss Natasha. Gosh, so beautiful. Connect everything you do to your purpose. If you do not wake up feeling like this is adding value to your life yes. or somebody else's life, do not do it. That's it. If you every day, can I tell you something amazing? Every yes. thought you have has a lifespan of 90 seconds. That's the science behind it. 90 seconds. So every thought that pops into your mind, I feel really depressed today. I feel really low. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. You can just let it after 90 seconds dissolve and go away like it should do, or you can cling onto it and it can rent space in your mind or your body and collect and come out as an ailment. That's what happened to me. So I quit doing that as much as I can. I built new habits and I connected it to mm. that question every day. Does this serve my purpose? Like what Sabine's saying with the why. Does this serve my purpose? Why am I here? And am I adding value to my life or somebody else's? Do you think it's easy for people to do that? Yes, once they find their why. Leading on from Sabine's, I'm going to give you an equation. Write this down if you're listening. Without a why, there is no will. Without the will, you have no determination, motivation, which equals momentum. Yes. If you have momentum, honey, you're, you're sailing. As soon as you get into one little win, another win, another win, another, you start to feel good. That's how I got out of my mess. I had tiny wins that I got out of bed, that I was there for my son, that I could cook for my son, that I'd started to see a bit of money coming back in, $150. That was a lot for me in that moment. And that is how you win. But first of all, find your why, like Sabine has said. Yes. What is your why? Why do you want to do this every single day? Why? Why are you doing this? What do you want to have people say around you on your deathbed when you yeah. are there? What are they saying <laughs> exactly. about you? 
So I'm my why, my why right now is because we're doing this show. We're supporting. We're, we're literally supporting everyone. We've got to go to our first commercial break. I tell you, if you're not jumping up and down, writing down, and screaming that everybody should be listening to the Forbes Factor today, I don't know what you're doing. All right, you guys, I got to take a quick jump to my sponsors. You're watching the Forbes Factor. You're listening to us. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And today, with my two beautiful, amazing guests, we are doing it big time. Don't go away. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. I've got chills all over my body. You know, when I grew up, I was an awkward, ugly, lonely little girl who had to talk I just for three years because I had a thing in my mouth and we had to redo my jaw. Who knows? All I know is I got prettier at some point and literally they had to physically, surgically make me a little more attractive and then begin to begin this journey. But I had no girlfriends growing up. I had no friends. And I know people look at me and go, oh, either they don't believe it or they got poor girl. I'm like, no, no, no. I grew up with television and two loving parents. And I wanted to be James Bond. And I will tell you something. When you want something and you visualize it, you manifest it. I have not only skied and, mo- and motorbiked and done all around the world, but I also did a little bit of undercover work. I mean, I really wanted to be James Bond. Don't kid yourself. And watching how that evolved. But now several decades have gone by. And something happened. I had a little boy and a little girl. I watched my little girl go off to school and come home and be bullied. This beautiful, blonde, perfect little girl got bullied. And I thought, I don't like little girls. There's something about them. I don't know what it is, but they're little. But as they got older, I look at my women. And I don't care how beautiful you are on the outside. I know you've been through some shit. I know you have. And I developed a beautiful respect and love of women as I got into my 40s. Well, I'm turning 63 next month, you guys. And I will tell you what, embracing, loving, sharing, and giving has been a journey for me that I want to impart on all of you. And I have two beautiful, 
female guests that I'm in love with on every level for so many reasons. Miss Natasha Graziano, for me during COVID, when I needed a, a voice, a home, mm -hmm. a, a woman, she would get on Clubhouse and that voice, I didn't even need to see her, was one of the most beautiful, relaxing, inviting things I'd ever seen. I watched her fall in love. I watched her get married and was part of all that. And I love this woman. And then you've got Sabine Becker, who all the way from Germany was born different than us. I cannot imagine what it's like not to have both of your hands, although she may not know this. My dad, when he was, uh, when I was 15, slipped and cut off the front of his hand in a printing press. My beautiful father spent three years in the hospital, 15 operations, and could never grasp again with his left hand and what it did to him and his self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And so I'm getting very emotional. He's gone 20 mm -hmm. years. And so I know what that's like, that struggle. But neither one of my parents really understood how beautiful it could be. They chose to suffer towards the end of their lives and play very small. I'm choosing a different path and I invite you to do the same thing. Natasha, hearing that story, what does that do for you? It gives me chills and makes me just realize that I made the right decision, that I made the right decision to change my own life in that moment of darkness when I could have just died. I was begging for my death most days. You know, I was, suicide was an often conversation I was having with myself and having lost friends to that and loved ones. It has been an emotional journey anyway, but I knew I cannot be selfish to leave my son. And I found my why and my purpose. And I refused to go down a path like that. And I knew you have to find the light. There is always something to be grateful for. I am breathing today. Let me tell you, if I gave you a private jet today and a hundred million dollars, you'd say I want it. Yeah. Okay. We all would. But if I told you, I'm going to give you a private jet and a hundred million dollars, but tomorrow you're never going to wake up. You're going to say, I don't want it. I don't want it. I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't. I hope you would say that's how much your life is worth and more. So every day waking up, can you imagine if you saw a private jet and hundred million dollars, you'd be so hyped. You'd be like, <laughs> oh my goodness, my life is so blessed. I'm so excited. That's how I wake up. Oh, wow. I've won more than a private jet and a million dollars, a hundred million dollars a day. I am alive. It's worth more than that to me. Oh, dear God, I wish that you could give that to so many people who are mm -hmm. at the brink. And then we look at Sabine. And Sabine, I have to tell you, you are the epitome. I have many friends. I don't know if you know Emmanuel Kelly. I should introduce you. Emmanuel was born in, uh, in Iraq or Iran. Him and his brother were both born with, with very odd, interesting shaped limbs. And they were both thrown away in a garbage can. They were adopted. They were in an orphanage. And a woman out of Australia adopted the two of them. Emmanuel has the voice from God. I heard him sing Imagine yeah. on national television and the world stopped. I reached out to him. He and I are very dear friends. But you know what's interesting about that? And, and Natasha said it. You all need to hear this. He hit. He was on national television. I mean, he did beautifully, right? He gets to Hollywood and nobody wants him because of how he looks. And he ends up very suicidal. And something mm -hmm. like Natasha said clicked. And today he is partners with Coldplay, lead singer, doing movies because he didn't end that. Sabine, I imagine you also sat at that, that the edge of that cliff. And why are you still here today? Absolutely. I did sit at the edge of a cliff. First of all, uh, I was a victim when I started out. I was a victim of uh, uh, medical malpractice because uh, they did not research thalidomide enough. And therefore, 20,000 babies were born with never before seen uh, birth defects. But I continued throughout my younger life to play the victim. I embraced the victim. And that's why I can totally relate of uh, what Natasha says, who brought me out of that victimhood was my son. Because when he was born, yeah, I have a son who turns 40 years uh, in a few months. <laughs> wow. Yeah, when he was born, I looked at this tiny, tiny little baby I was holding with my feet, by the way. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? I cannot play the victim anymore. I have to survive. I have to thrive because I do not want my son to grow up with a mother who feels sorry for herself, 
who has a victim mentality. And I'm not proud to say that today because today I am a survivor. I breathe surviving. I have the identity of a survivor. And um, Forbes and I, we have talked a little bit about uh, the alter ego that really resonated the other day with me. My alter ego is a Sabine woman. You know what? who that was? No. It was a tribe. My parents on purpose named me Sabine. It was a tribe in Italy, 700 uh, before Christ. And they, the Sabine women were warriors. They were famous for their uh, skills in battle, for their resilience, and for their perseverance. And I looked at the Sabine women um, in pictures, and we didn't even have the internet, at pictures, and I really visualized, yes, I carry their name. I am a Sabine woman. I am strong. I can deal with having no arms. I can deal was having to hold my little baby in my feet. I can deal with preparing his food with my feet because I am strong. I'm one of a Sabine woman. That's my alter ego. And it has worked because it, it, it's, it, the transformation is not easy. It didn't happen one day. It didn't even happen in one year. But I was determined that my son sees a survivor, a mother who is strong and a mother who never gives up. Natasha, how old is your son? He's six years old. And his name? Oh, tiny. Rio. He's so gorgeous. And my, oh. my twins just turned 20. My son is in college. Sabine, yours is how old? Almost 40 in October. In October. <laughs> this is so amazing. Wait, can I just ask something? How did you put him to bed? And like, like how did you, with your, did you lift, like, how did you lift with your feet? Yeah. It's fascinating. Excellent, excellent question. What I did, we put his crib on the floor. So the crib basically had no legs, if you want to to say it that way. And it was open on one side. And I kind of just was sliding him from my legs into the crib. And then I put pillows or poor little guy wouldn't fall out. And, you know, I had a husband at the time. He was an MD. He was an intern. Uh, And so he worked insane hours. So there I was, super young, 21 years old. And I really didn't know what to do, but I came up with all this stuff because it came down to how can I survive? How can my baby not have any um, consequences because his mother is a person with a disability? And so I came up with the most incredible things. Most of the time before he could walk, I would carry him here in a little, we called a kangaroo. He he grew up in France. My husband was French. So all day long, I carried my little baby right here facing forward. So he would see the world. Can (laughs) I I see? No, I've never asked this. Can I see you touch your hair with your feet? Yes, of course. I want to see it too. I think it's amazing. There. You do it now, Forbes. I can't. I, I did the other day. My foot goes no higher than like here. <laughs> well, there. And then there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, this is easy. This is really easy. And it, I, I wear makeup and this is how I do it. And it's, I would say this is one of e- easier things, but I learned it. it. It took patience. It took determination because Sometimes I can be a real little Barbie. I love to dress up. I love pretty hair. I love my little makeup. And, you know, this is like my feminine warrior so side. This is so gorgeous. I, I, you're fascinating. You're, you're making me stop whine. I'm not going to whine anymore. I'm not going to complain. Like how the No fuck whining here. No, 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 no. Do you know and I'm- here. Hold yeah. on. This is my, let me see what. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, okay. So there. Easy. Forbes, I will be teaching you this. Oh, you will be teaching us a lot of <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you are very, very, uh, you are into sports, right? Working out. I might have to stretch a little bit more. Apparently my toes don't touch. Oh, uh, <laughs> going to have to work on this. And I will share with you, you know, when I started my fitness product, my spin gym, I left a, a speech one day and there was a man sitting there with metal arms and metal legs. He's one of the mm-hmm. only quad amputees. He was a young man from Brazil. And I said to him, 
Do you want to try my spin gym? And I have a video. I don't know if I've showed you of him no. with his hooks spin gymming. Yeah. And how, and, and I thought just the, I, I can't, you cannot have a bad day. No. You're being incredibly selfish. And by the way, I don't think it's a disability. It's a different ability. You yes. Have, I cannot do what you do with my feet. I can't drive a car with yes. my feet. That's yes. spectacular. No. But I love the curiosity that Natasha asked you that, that I'm yeah. sure because it is a unique experience and a unique way to go through life. And I'm thrilled. And Natasha, I also want you to know that Sabine exists because if we can get her on stage as a woman who's this positive, as a mother and this different, Absolutely. we need to just, and what does your book stand for? The title of your book. My book, Be It Till You Become It. We, we, we have all the books right now are at the book signing, so I don't have even one in my handbag. I'm looking for it. Be It Until You Become It. It's a beautiful red book, and it is so transformative because it is a step-by-step guide on how to become the best version of you and how to build abundance and wealth and happiness and love and joy through a simple method. It's a take on fake it till you make it. I never like fake it till you make it. I like things that help you to feel inspired. I like the fact that we can be our authentic self and own who we are. I like to say I am me AF, right? I'm me. I'm not going to swear again because I've raised with live on radio. And so I am me and I own it. And I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. You don't like it. You don't like it. You don't like it. Whoever mm-hmm. doesn't like it, no problem. Mm-hmm. There are millions of people mm-hmm. that do. And I don't do it for the small voices. You know, I do it for the masses. I do this to change lives and be it till you become it represents everyone who is not listening to the critics around them. They are listening but, to falling instead. Yeah. Yeah. For and that's what I'm. For those of you who are playing along at home, I will in fact share this. Natasha, can you see the screen? Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. And I love everything from the color to the style. Oh, of it. Yeah. It is a very special, amazing. Yeah. She's got it. She's got it going on. You're so, so sweet. It, it's a Wall Street Journal bestseller. It's in big. It's on the billboard in Times Square, the Nasdaq billboard. If you go to New York Times Square, you'll see the the big billboard with my my book on it. It's really it's beautiful. It's it's a great book. You know, I truly it's my gift to the world. I walk past people in the street and I just think, my God, I wish you could have the book. Or like, I'm sending you love. I hope you get the book. I hope you it reaches you because it's changing lives. The stories are real. The success stories are incredible that we've had back from the method itself in the book. So thank you for letting me share about it. You guys, you have to listen to this. One of the things I do is I teach verbal communication. I've made all of my money through television, through attitude and energy and perseverance and knowing how to pitch. Do you get a vibe when you hear Natasha talk that you just want to go run somewhere? You want to do something? Like you hear this and like this engine of person of you've got to get out there. Guys, I talk about the three E's, exciting, engaging, and enrolling. My two guests are the embodiment of that. They are, you know what they're pitching you? They're pitching you to be the very best version of you. And that's part of my mission. Sabine, the title of your book is? The Push Survival Guide. And I have to explain that a little bit. You all see a push right behind me, P-U-S-H. It's an acronym, Persevere Until Success Happens. That's one of my mantras, and it works. When I encounter adversity, I tell myself that, numerous times a day push you know for something you don't know about me i'm a runner i finished the los angeles marathon and two half marathons so i love to run but running with very small arms is a little bit challenging but i'm a runner how often do i tell myself push persevere until success happens and the push survival guide what after my stroke i could not walk I could not talk. I could not do this because my left foot, I'm left-footed, by the way, my left foot was completely paralyzed. It looked like this. I couldn't open my toes like I can now. And it was one year of a massive journey through physical, occupational, and speech therapy. I had to learn everything just like a baby has to learn. And I was 50 years old then. And every day I thought, you got to continue. That's when I came up with a PUSH acronym because I had to have something. I had to have something simple I could tell myself. And what, what is in my book, it tells people how to push through whatever their adversity is. It really doesn't matter what, what your adversity is. You don't need to have a, a disability or a stroke. We we all experience adversity so much different. 
because the push survival skills are hope, a positive mindset, reframing. I cannot tell you how often I had to reframe uh, just the simplest task in life, courage, because you got to have courage, resilience, and of course, then my favorite, perseverance. Sabine, have you ever seen this? Can you see my screen? Yeah, I do. You know what, Natasha, just take a quick look. What, you don't realize what we're looking at. This woman was on America's Got Talent and she was too born with no arms. And I oh. watched, I know. And when you see the beautiful way this woman is a ballerina. you I saw her. It yeah. is just one of the most spectacular. I've watched this over and over again. Yes. And, you know, I'm just honored to know you and to watch her do what she does because guys, the only limits that you have are the ones that you place on yourself. And when you see this over and over again, spectacular. And you, my girl, are the embodiment of that. Natasha, the fact that you are still here and I treasure you as well. Yes. And as we're coming to almost the conclusion of our show, Natasha, what is the message? I'm going to give you the full screen out to the world for you. Oh, wait, girl, well, you're muted. No, no, don't do that. Unmute. Oh, God, the message for me today is to share with you is that no matter what life throws at you, mm -hmm. just remember somebody else has already been through that same thing and come out the other side. No matter what happens in your life, you can get through it because God, the universe would never give you something that you cannot handle. There is nothing that you will go through that you cannot handle. Yes, it seems tough. And yes, it may be very difficult because adversity hits us differently, whether it's something really yeah. small in your eyes, but something great to somebody else, as Sabine was saying. But whatever you are going through is what you will grow through. We do not learn from the bad. We learn, we don't, sorry, we don't learn from the good. We learn from the bad times. We learn from when it's tough times. We learn from when it's painful. We learn and evolve through those times that are difficult because that is growth and evolution. Imposter syndrome is so prevalent in today's world. Almost every single human will face imposter syndrome at some point, which means that you feel like you shouldn't be there. You feel like you're an imposter in a place. And when you feel, oh God, no, no, I, I should not be doing this presentation at my work today. Oh my God, I should not be going for this job interview. Oh my God, I should not be going to the school and doing this with the kids and, and helping because other moms are better than me or I shouldn't be doing this. Or anytime you feel I shouldn't be or I don't deserve to be, that is imposter syndrome. And thank God you're feeling it because you are growing. You are <laughs> going to grow through it. So you want <laughs> to go through that growth period because the other side, the reward is so powerful and so beautiful and just know the rainbow is on the other side. I love this. I freaking love this, Miss Sabine. Go for it, my girl. Take this. Absolutely. That was wonderful. Life, this is life. We all will encounter adversity. Like Natasha said, sometimes it seems to be very small and sometimes there's really the real big adversity, whatever the adversity is. Ask yourself a question. Will you allow your conditions or circumstances, whatever they are, determine the quality of your life? Because I feel the first step to success is to refuse, absolutely refuse to be captive of your environment or to be held back by your conditions, which we find ourselves in. And when we embrace reality with the right mindset, with the motivation and the belief, you really got to believe this. There are no limitations because limitations, if we keep holding on to our perceived limitation, I can do this, I can do that, this will not, won't happen. Guess what? We will keep those limitations in our lives. So the choice is yours. What, uh, what are you doing today to transform your adversity into something meaningful? Miss Natasha, how do you want your son in the world to remember you? I would like my son to remember me as somebody who was kind, somebody who inspired others to go on and inspire their people. So she was a motivator. She was an inspirer. Inspiration. She built an empire whilst raising me, most part on my on her own, and then did it all in this. She moved country twice. She went through adversity. Like my mom is a superwoman. My mom went on and saved lives, and that inspired me as her son to go and do the same. 
Sabine, the world in your son, how do you want to be remembered? Absolutely. That is such a wonderful question. I want to be remembered just like Natasha as a woman who has strengths, a woman who has perseverance, a woman that is the embodiment of a spirit for perseverance. And by the way, I have three little grandchildren. Uh, so I, yeah. <laughs> so you will be remembered. That is the most beautiful. Absolutely. Thing. And I want my son and my grandchildren to remember that I always pushed, that I persevered until success happens, and that I inspired thousands and thousands of people, and that I made my life count. Natasha, I know you've got to get back to your event. Where do we find your book and find out more about you? So if you guys want to follow and you want to connect, it'd be my pleasure. Connect with me at Natasha Graziano on every platform. If you're on TikTok, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Instagram, and you'll find me on one of those three mainly. And DM me on Instagram. It'd be my pleasure. You know, it's under just Natasha Graziano. I host a book club for free every Friday. And it's such a powerful space. I bring in top authors and I'm in there myself. And some of my clubhouse OG squad, you'll have to come up with us one, yes. one Friday, Forbes. Um It'll be amazing. It's like the OG squad from Law of Attraction Secrets Room. And that's funny because that then turned into my podcast, which is like, you know, t- taken off. So yeah, come join our book club every Friday. It's amazing. Um, you can find it all on my Instagram. All and my I have all of that information. We've got 60 seconds to close. Sabine, where do we find you, my love? Yes, you can find me on sabinebeckerspeaks.com. And I have this incredible free gift. I just have uh, finished my ebook, The Push Survival Guide. It's the ebook. So it's a shortened version of my big book that is coming out in the fall, sabinebeckerspeaks.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, uh, not so much on Twitter. <laughs> All of those links will be here. We've got Yes, questions. absolutely. From my heart, you guys, you know how to find us. Uh, yes. Factor lives everywhere on every on every podcast platform. And of course, go to ForbesRally.com to find out what's going on. I love you both very much from my heart. I appreciate you being friends and supporting us in the community. Yes. And all that you are both doing for the world, you need to know, just take a big breath, both of you, that what you're doing and what you're standing for has a massive impact. To get through to me and through to people, not easy. And you are both doing it with such elegance and grace. Mm-hmm. And like I started out in a world of feminine, we are strong, powerful women, but make no mistake. Mm-hmm. We are supportive. We are feminine. We are sweet. We are loving. We are women. You guys, I'll see you again next time, wherever the road takes us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So much. Thank you, Forbes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.